This is the SVG Business Podcast with Jeff from Cut and Make Crafts and Cricut Maker Crafts. Woohoo! Earning a passive income doing what you love doesn't have to be difficult. I'm here to show you it's totally possible to live a life of your dreams, making money doing something you love without having to trade dollars for hours. In SVG Business Podcast, you will learn the top secrets for starting and running an online SVG design business that makes money in your sleep. So you can quit your day job and stay home with your family while generating an income doing something you totally love. So grab your pumpkin spice latte and keep listening. I'm your host, a research assistant and an SVG design course instructor, Jab. In today's episode, we're talking about the most important thing that you need to nail when starting your SVG business. Trust me, if you don't get this right, it will be very difficult to succeed. Which is why I've invited a creative business marketing coach, Shelly Ontis, to share her expertise on this topic. Hi, Shelly. Thank you so much for taking your time out for today's episode. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Shelly Ontis, and I have been playing with SVG files before they were really a thing. <laughs> so I'm a full-time graphic designer. I've been self-employed. It'll be 23 years this month. So I've been designing. Wow. Yeah. I like to tell people I started when I was 13, but it's not really true. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I've been designing and I uh, help people with marketing and branding and that kind of thing. I like to say during my day job and then... Uh-huh. Um, I say during my night job, but I do it during the day too, would be playing with my Cricut and designing files and, you know, stuff like that for a website, we can make that.me. Uh-huh. Awesome. That's so cool. Like, uh, I just love this whole thing with SVGs. I'm also um, pretty new. Like earlier, I used to design bag sewing patterns, digital bag sewing patterns, and I just started SVGs like once I got my cricket in 2018. So today we are going to be talking about finding your niche in the SVG world, an extremely crucial thing when starting a new business, no matter what you're selling. What do you say about that? Yes, I totally agree. And I think that's such a common mistake for people when they start out and they realize they have a they have a gift for making these SVG designs, and that's kind of how mine started too. I started to make them, and I was doing my own scrapbook pages and cards and stuff like that. And my friends were like, "Can I have that design?" And it was like, "Oh, okay, really? <laughs> if you want it." So then it, it just kind of you know grew from there. That was in 2016 is when I started the website and started putting the digital uh-huh. downloads on there, and really just. I see that so often when we try to be everything to everyone. I mean, it's not just SVG designing, it's everything in life, but you know, so true. everything at work and everything at home and everything in your friends' lives all at the same time, you just, you, you're not putting out your best to you. So I tell people that is the biggest thing is finding your niche in, in the SVG world. And then you can expand it later, but when you try to hit every, you know, every topic, every little, design that's out there the new things that are coming out the old things that are still doing really well when you try to do everything and with different styles you know yep it also you you end up hitting no one instead of hitting your ideal customer also it you end up 
in a burnout, a total burnout, like you're trying to do so many things and you don't know what, what's working, what's not working, and just throwing spaghettis on the wall. That's my favorite saying. Yeah, just start, yeah, throwing spaghetti at the wall and, or darts. You know, when you try to pick up all the darts at once and try to throw them at the target, chances are you're not going to hit any of them. So exactly. Yeah, so true. So uh, let's take a step back and uh, let's tell our listeners what exactly a niche is. Good point. Yeah, I think narrowing down and having that one, that one vision, that one thing that you do, maybe it's card design, maybe it's t-shirt, you know, graphic tees, and then maybe it's a style. Maybe everything in your SVG shop is going to be farmhouse. Or maybe everything is going to be um, Halloween theme. I, I saw that the other day. It was a website that had everything that was Halloween. And I think you're not. Wow. I know, right? I, I, I think you're doing yourself and your customer justice. So when your customers coming to you, they have something in mind. If you've come up in that search, you know, whether it be Pinterest or Facebook or a friend had sent them on to you and they land on your website, then they know what they're going to get. But also, it's going to keep you from getting burned out if you're doing what you're truly passionate about. And that's where, you know, honing in on that niche is really important. Yeah, like targeting a small group of people rather than the entire world, like specializing in one particular thing, right? Right. And you can always awesome. grow that niche as you go, but really honing in and doing one thing really well and then moving on and expanding your niche. Uh-huh. Exactly. So why is it, why do we need to have one small target audience? Why do we need to focus on one group first while we are starting out? I, I think it comes down to that, you know, getting the whole darts analogy, I guess, you know, you're, you're trying to hit everybody everywhere all the time and it's going to burn you out really, really fast. Mm -hmm. or you're just not going to enjoy it anymore. And again, you're a lot of times I always say in my marketing teaching that we have this huge pool of customers. So you might have somebody who comes to you for your card design because it's cutesy and it's lighthearted, but normally they're over on that Halloween site, but they come to you for that one time. So you've got all these different kind of customers, you know, as opposed to the customer who just loves every single design that you put out but then you've also got those one-offs. So you put all those customers in one bucket and those are just your pool of customers. But if you niche down into that one, that one that you serve, that one that loves everything, you're going to catch those others from that bigger pool, that bigger bucket. But honing in on that one, you're going to end up um, with more of those followers. You're going to end up with a, a better pool of followers and not just people who every once in a while want your designs, but you're going to attract those people who love every design that you do because your niche is what they're looking for. Uh, that's a very beautiful way of explaining it. <laughs> and also in, in terms of SEO, it's very helpful. Like if you have one, if you're just selling one type of files, you can target so many different keywords based on one particular niche and you can just stand out in the crowd. I mean, uh, in the search engine traffic as well. Right. Right. So yeah, whatever people are typing into Google, that's the SEO for those who aren't familiar with that term, but exactly. So whatever people are, you know, dear Google, I'm looking for a birthday card for grandma or, you know, birthday card with flowers or something, you know, or Halloween designs and it'll just 
as opposed to having all the words for every SVG file that you could make. So yeah, it definitely helps you hone in, helps you get found with the algorithms. And um, a lot of times people are typing those things not only into Google, but into Instagram with hashtags and then Facebook and those kind of things. So true. So true. If you're interested in learning to design and sell your own SVG cut files, be sure to sign up for my course SVG Superstar Waitlist on my blog Cut and Make Crafts. So how do we get started with uh, finding our niche in the crowded world? I, I started, for me, it took like six months to figure out what kind of SVGs I want to sell because I started my shop in February and I was just... I just couldn't bring myself to design anything and everything. I was like, I need to figure out what what's something I love and what will come to me naturally. And then it, after six months, I figured out I want to make 3D SVGs. And that's when I started putting a lot of effort. So can yeah. you tell us uh, how do we get started? Sure. Yeah, I have it broke down to three steps because I love a good checklist. I also developed a planner for marketing your small business. So awesome. Checklists are my favorite thing in the world. So I love three, uh-huh. three steps where you can just check them off. So let's go through those quick. So the first one is create a vision. So this is, like you said, it's okay how you, um, you did some designing and you stepped through a bunch of things and realized 3D design is where you're at. And that is a process that we all have to go to. And I think a lot of people think, I'm just going to start, I'm going to do this one design, it's going to hit it up the park, I'm going to know, and I'm going to move on. You know, it's like, I have a senior in high school now, and everybody keeps asking her, what do you want to be? Where, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? And it's like, you know, they have had everything done for them up until this point. You know, they probably had a job that they don't want for the rest of their lives, but they don't know. So they got to get out there and experience some life. So same thing here. You know, you're, you're a senior in high school and you have to get out there and try some things. So do that with your design and see where your talents take you and what the audience is resonating with. So this is what I, step one is create your vision. So this is maybe a, um, in general marketing, this would also be the same thing. This would be a, um, a problem you solve for your customer or the vision, the mission of your, your business, that kind of thing. So Mine, what we can make that, is I love to do scrapbook pages. Um, you know, when you're doing a scrapbook page, and I never wanted the cookie cutters, what everybody else was doing, so I had to do my own designs. And then I got done with one, and then I have two kids, so then I would have to do another one. So I ended up doing them with, with the Cricut, and then I could just cut two of everything and be done. So there was, and I do other things. I have graphic tee designs. I have card designs. I, was, I love to do a lot of cards as well. So... Again, step one would be create your vision. So where do you want to go and um, give yourself grace and stepping through that process. So you know you're not just putting it out there. Like you said, you went through some things before you realized 3D design was really what you're passionate about. Yeah. And then the second thing is if we have an SVG site and nobody comes there, that's not going to do us any good. <laughs> so, so true. <laughs> the second one is who do you serve? So that's the common marketing term. But who's your ideal client? And I would sit down and, and have a conversation maybe on paper with this person and step out. Is she a mom? Is she, you know, is she a mom? Is she single? Is it a gentleman? Um, because I'm surprised how many men out there are using the cricket too. And it used to be, it was such so a, true. Yeah, it was a female world, but there is, there is both. 
Um, so yeah, step out who she is, where she plays. Does she follow Joanne Gaines with the farmhouse decor, you know, or is she uh -huh. cricket silhouette or what's the other one? Brothers. So there's a few other cutting machines out there. And even though your designs could be used on, you know, I, I have a cricket, um, I guess nobody else could probably see, but <laughs> I have my camera on right yeah. now. My cricket, I'm in my studio right now. Um, yeah. And but I know that those designs can be used on the silhouette or a brother or a commercial. Um, what's the other big laser cutter machine that's popular? I keep seeing it in my newsfeed. Glowforge. Glowforge. Yeah, yeah. So they can be used on all those things, but that doesn't mean every time I do it, I'm strictly focused on cricket, and I hit those other people with you know the the silhouette or the glowforge. So hone in on who your customer is, but don't feel like because you're doing that, you're going to leave the other ones behind. You're actually just going to, um, you know, the technology is a little bit different on each cutter, not a whole lot, but just a little bit, but you're going to get uh -huh. those other ones. And if you hone in on the ones that are truly doing what you're doing, it's going to be a lot easier. So yeah, yeah the first one was create your very baby. helpful. Good. The second one was who you serve your customer. And then the third one is, um, is, really stepping into that detail about not necessarily what problem you solve, which is a common marketing term for this third step, but it's, mm -hmm. um, you know, honing in on the scrapbook pages or honing in on the 3d design and then really leaning for leaning into that and not worrying about, Oh, I'm going to miss all the other stuff because you're yeah. not you're just going to, you're going to build your business faster by doing it this way. And it's really hard. Even when I, step into a new product. I just developed a course for marketing people and stepping into who that was for, I found myself going down that road too, going, oh, but if I only talk to that person, I'm gonna leave this whole other pool of people <laughs> behind, but you really don't. So true, so true. Yeah, so those are those well, like, are my three steps that really build up your niche in one area. And then when the algorithms identify who you are, you can start broadening it and start adding in different niches and different clients. But if you just have that one to begin with, it's going to be so much better for your business. So about the second step, what are the different questions that we need to ask to figure out who we are, who our ideal customer is? Sure. Um, a lot of times for people in this, you know, in this niche, in this field, SVG designers, we are our ideal customer. So that makes it very easy. The only thing you'd have to take out would be they probably don't have the tools or the skills or the desire to design their own SVGs. So when you take mm -hmm. that out, what things are you interested in? A lot of times SVG people follow cooking, um, crock pot recipe, you know, pages on Facebook or food, the Food Network or those kind of things. So honing in, in into that as well. And you could work it into some of your designs. You could work it into some of your, your talking. Um, a lot of times we don't buy from, we don't buy brands. You know, a lot of times we buy um, a story. Right. They buy this story. They buy from, they, you know, they come to the site to buy the SVG from Shelly, not necessarily from We Can Make That. Um, mm -hmm. they do go hand in hand as you build up your brand. But again, if they don't, you know, I have people, when I send out my weekly newsletter, they email me back, like we're friends. I love it. I love having conversations. I love seeing what they're doing. Um, so you know. true. So it's definitely 
there's no rhyme or reason, but sitting down and asking just a few questions, you know, where they hang out, what are their other hobbies, where are they getting their SVGs now? Um, those kind of things is usually what I step it out into. And eventually, um, it's just using the word SVG on Facebook alone will attract who you need to attract because it's such a um, specific word. I mean, it's not, you know, farmhouse could be farmhouse decor, farmhouse food, that kind of thing. It's, it's such a broad niche that SVGs only mean SVGs. So we're lucky yeah. that way. When you use that term, you usually hit them. And I added that to my Facebook page and then my free group. And it's crazy how many people come flooding in there every week. So, so true. Yeah. And it's so using that as your, your key, your key component. Every once in a while, I have somebody who says, what's an SVG? But if you start using the term um, digital file, mm. every once in a while, that will help as well. That's a great tip. Thank you so much. Sure. So, yeah. so what are your some of your final tips for those who are just starting out? I, I think would be to give yourself some grace to step through the process to figure out what your, your niche will be. And I, I think it's, there's no right or wrong answer, which is, um, I have this little sign back here in my office that says, you know, there is design is not right or wrong. It's strictly a person's opinion. So if somebody comes in and doesn't like your designs, that would be the second thing is don't feel bad. If you love it, somebody else is going to love it. Chances are, um, I, I can't think of anybody who, you know, for every, for everybody who sends me an email and says, I love my design this week. There's somebody who thinks that's ugly and deleting the email. And I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> yeah. We're always going to have haters. Don't worry about them. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I think giving your, you know, telling yourself that it's, it's not that it was a bad design it just doesn't appeal to them. You know, it's like when you go to a store and there's, a shirt that's blue and pink and green all in the same rack and you choose the blue one, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the pink and the green one. It just means that that uh -huh. one, what appealed to you and somebody else will come along and grab the pink one and then grab the green one. So yeah, giving, um, if you have absolutely nobody on your designs, then it's probably a good time to reach out to somebody, um, your, somebody that you appear to be your ideal customer and have a conversation with her and just, interview um, somebody else who's not designing files. So I would do that when I first started because I had friends that I would share them with and, and they would ask questions about, you know, what about this or just technical questions or you would hear things saying that would, hear them saying things, words, sentences, you know, stories on why they weren't using them, how they were using them, and then that helps you build up the next one. So interviewing uh -huh. a current customer is a really good way to go. And just listen, record it, go back and listen to it without watching it and hear the words that they're saying. And that will help you connect better with them as well. Uh -huh. And Facebook uh, cricket groups are really great for hanging out and chatting and stuff, right? Right. And just seeing what, you know, a lot of them, if it's somebody else's page, they don't want you in there. You know, if it's another SVG designer, they don't want you in there stepping on their toes. You know, you don't go to a boutique and stand in the in the middle and sell your own T-shirts. So I always say to be as, just as respectful in, in the Facebook groups as well. But it will, if you're in there, adding value. And then also 
um, you can hear what people are saying, you know, honestly, yeah. I need Christmas designs. I need designs for, um, to put on stockings or something like that. So if you're stuck with where to go next, just go hang out in those groups for a while and do some reading. And then also make sure you go in and add some value. Cause I believe what you give is what you get. So if somebody's struggling yeah. with their machine and you're in there adding some value, it just helps you connect with your audience, which helps you when you go sit down to do some designing as well. I think you really get yes. to see that ideal customer is that way. Those are some really great tips. Like, when it's it's difficult when you're starting out like if you really want to make a mark you have to do the homework first and then if you launch your shop after you have done all the homework after you have done all the research it's definitely gonna take off right i i agree and i say if you're just starting out and you don't have your shop out there yet i would sit down and design probably 10 files so the key, I think, with the SEO and the algorithms out there is constantly putting out new content and, and then having that stuff in your arsenal before you get out there because it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be crazy what you didn't know you didn't know when you first start out doing some of the, the technical parts of getting the site up and going. So that way you've got that already done. You can still, you know connect with your customers and give them what they need while you're on the back end pulling your hair out with the tech issues. Because <laughs> it will happen. I don't care how techy you are. Things will fall apart. <laughs> yeah. Tech. You cannot rely completely on tech. We just, we just found out today. Right. We're starting our call. We have a little glitch. But here we are. It, all works. it always works out. It just doesn't always go the way you thought it would go. <laughs> yeah. So true. So can you give us some examples of all of the, different niches and some ideas for those who are just starting out? Um, I would say whatever is on your heart, I would go to Pinterest. Pinterest is really the SEO make or break. If you are trying to build up your Instagram and your um, email list and your Facebook page and all that stuff, I would say the majority of my traffic still comes from Pinterest. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really where people are hanging out and that can help you find, find your niche. It seems like the trends right now are totally graphic teeth. So anything that they can cut out and put on a t-shirt seems to be gold right now. And then, mm -hmm. um, now that we're coming into the holidays, wine glasses, um, thank yeah. you. wine glasses seem to be gold. There's always, um, wooden signs. Oh, I think. Yep, signs. There's so many of them that I just, you know, when you ask me that question, now I can't think of any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think also keeping that in mind and check out other people's sites and see how they organize them. And then you can see, you know, other niches that maybe niches that you haven't even thought of before. So mm -hmm. I think that would also be a good way. But mine tend to be the, none of my kids ever played soccer, but the soccer mom type. Um, who is decorating her house for the holidays and then she's decorating, you know, hell she's making Halloween costumes and then she's making Christmas gifts. So mine started everything. Right. So it started out with scrapbook pages, but now it has, has morphed and we have a ton of other designs. And then I also being in the marketing, I have also added um 
like a marketing type SVG category onto my website. So you can download little tags to put on your tumblers and t-shirts and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a PDF sheet in there if you want to do a, um, like an order form PDF so you can keep track uh-huh. of your orders. And so not only is it SVG files, but people love downloads as well. So if you can create something that maybe they wouldn't mm-hmm. cut on their, um, on their cricket, but maybe it's a sublimation design. So that's another one with the t-shirts, but those, if, yes. if you save them as a PDF, people can also print them out and put it in a frame and maybe uh-huh. add something to it. Maybe make some felt flowers with their cricket and add to it, mm-hmm. and make some home decor. So it definitely, the possibilities are endless. And I was so true. Yeah. I would say hone in on what was that one thing that made you think, Maybe I should do this for a business. Maybe I should do my own website. And what was that one thing that was on the top of your mind or what was the last thing you designed that mm-hmm. led you to that thought? <laughs> and that's probably where you should start hanging out. Awesome. Those were some great tips. One last thing that you, want, you would like to share with our listeners. Um, one takeaway message from this episode. Okay. I would say just make sure you hone in on the niche. Make sure that you are building up the algorithms for that one keyword, you know, whether it be t-shirt designs or whatever it is, but make sure that you've honed in on just one thing before you start to add mm-hmm. the other, because I think that's really hard for the people who are going down this road. They're probably hundred percent of them are creatives and creatives have amazing ideas all day long, but just staying focused on that one till you build up some traffic and you build up some, you know, regularly occurring downloads and make sure that you're, um, yeah. So you want to fill one bucket before you bring out another bucket is how I often like to describe it. Cause otherwise we end up with 20 buckets that, you know, I'm going to make t-shirt designs and <laughs> pages and card designs and home decor and signs. And then before you know it, how do you fill as one person, 20 buckets at one time, you're going to, grow your business faster and with less stress if you just focus in on that one bucket or one category and build it from there. So that would probably yeah, be- I love that. I love that analogy. That's, that's really helpful in explaining and understanding. Right. And that bucket can be pretty. I mean, add some glitter and some vinyl and label it, but focus <laughs> on that one bucket. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, I'd say that would be my, my best advice, which I'm not necessarily did I follow it when I started. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Same here. <gasps> like I keep telling this, find your niche, find your niche. But oh, when I started, uh, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was just new. I mean, I just started like in February and I was like, what do I do? Should I make text SVGs? What kind of SVGs should I make? Because there is also paper flowers and you have cards and this and that. And six months later, I just loved doing 3D SVG. And I'm like, okay, this is it. That's good. And I think, yeah, have people be okay with walking through that process because you feel like you're scattered, but you're just... Um, I don't know if you've seen the new home edit show where this was two ladies who come in and reorganize your house or closet and they take everything out of the closet or take everything out of the box and they just dump it all out everywhere. 
And that's what you're going to do here too, before you can sort through and figure out where your niche is going. So if you haven't seen that yeah. show on your creative, you probably want to go watch it too. Right? <laughs> I, I've, I've seen the Marie Kondo one, but right. I haven't seen this one. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's kind of similar. It's a lot more, um, lighthearted and less, I don't know, businessy. I love both of them. So, but <laughs> it's new. It's on Netflix. It's pretty fun. Oh, it's on Netflix. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll look for it. Thanks for yeah. the recommendation. <laughs> sure. So you can watch it while you're creating your SVGs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. All right. So uh, let us know where we can find you and uh, your Instagram and your website. Sure. So I am Shelly Ontis, and Shelly is C-H-E-L-L-Y. Ontis is O-N-T-I-S. And I'm on Instagram with I Designed by Shelly. And then on the on the World Wide Web, you can find me at We Can Make That. And that's where you can see my SVGs. If you're looking at promoting your business, you can grab my Entrepreneur Planner, which will help you with some marketing. So that's also at We Can Make That. And lots of fun, creative DIYs. And then on Facebook, I'm at We Can Make That as well. Awesome. So is your planner a digital planner or a, is it a physical planner? It's a physical planner. So I know we are talking on opposite sides of the world. There will be a digital download of it where you can print it off. And I've done that um, uh -huh. for people in Canada because I'm in the United States. So I've done that people in Canada and then they take the file and they get one printed. So it gives you the rights to to print one out you can print it in your own office um, but otherwise if you're in the states we'll ship it out and it's a spiral bound planner that walks you through your marketing every day so you don't have to decide um, a lot of times people don't know when to post or what to post now that they've mm -hmm. opened a Facebook page and an Instagram account and a Pinterest account um, with their fun new business name and they don't know what to do with it so this planner will walk you through so you can post with a purpose and you're gonna spend mm -hmm. less time um, trying to figure out what to do. So I used it to map out my SVGs every week. So I knew what I was going to be doing when, and then I could lead up with the blog posts that follow or precede it. And um, I've also had, there's a ton of other business people that also go in and they also go in and use it to do different, um, different types of online businesses. So it's not just for SVG designers. So it looks like we got you muted here. Let me unmute you. Here, I'm not sure what happened, but I think we're good. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. So this was a really wonderful chat. I'm sure people learned a lot from this episode. And thank you once again for joining us today, taking your time out for this wonderful session. Thank you. I appreciate chatting. I just, I always love to talk about SVGs. So yeah, come find me on social media and I will chat more about SVGs. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you're interested in learning to design and sell your own SVG cut files, be sure to sign up for my course SVG Superstar Waitlist on my blog, Cut and Make Crafts. This is Jab signing off. I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.